The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Live. From Estopin All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast. Powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome to the Bamos Morados Podcast on the State of Louisville Podcast Network. I am your host, Zach. I am here with my buddy Benton. Benton, how are you doing this week? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing great. We had a pretty good weekend with results wise. Yeah, not not too mad about it, no. Yeah. No. My knee is finally feeling good enough that I got to play old man soccer again last night. We took vacation over the weekend, so I'm feeling nice and rested. It's been good. There you go. Back in action. Like to see it. It means you can climb with me again too. Yes. I unfortunately did not contribute to filling the fan. I'm a fam. I'm a bad fan. We had it was the only weekend we had available for a vacation. Hey, but on the on the flip side, you got to watch uh, both matches simultaneously. Yep. I had uh, one on TV, one on the phone, as it was meant to be. <laughs> That's the one that I, I hate when the matches overlap like that. But I mean, it, it's it's inevitably going to. Yeah. Happen. And I, mean, I felt I felt leagues. spoiled because because we were like in an Airbnb. I, I did not have my my setup at home where I've got. My old TV is still in the living room, so I, whenever we've had games overlap, I've had one on the new TV and one on the old TV. It's worked pretty great. Love it. A nice little setup you got going for that. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to have to get rid of it when we finish doing the living room. All right. We're getting into soccer stuff way too quick, though. Uh, ben, what were you into this week? All right. I have two pretty wildly different things. All right. One makes me, I think, kind of look smart, and the other, maybe not so much. <laughs> so the first thing, the kind of smart thing is, uh, is that I've, I recently had a, had my interest peaked in uh, philosophy, which is not something I've ever dabbled in before, particularly um, Marcus Aurelius and the uh, meditations writing and Stoicism, and I'm actually reading it. And part of the reason I got into this is I, I, I forget how it kind of originally crept across my mind, but I found a YouTube video kind of talking about him marcus Aurelius, and i just thought it was super interesting and 
to now actually reading stuff, which is good because I just want to start reading in general again. So this has been a very good catalyst for me to actually be a little more productive than uh, with my time rather than flicking through uh, Instagram videos. So I'm I'm really happy with myself. Rather than scrolling on X. Yeah, yeah, all right. So we'll we'll see how long that sticks with like my ADHD and all, but uh, but it's been fun being intellectually stimulating. So that's the uh, that's the smart thing. Now the other thing, not so much. Um, to me, the the pinnacle of um, of nostalgia is Pokemon. Like it just brings me back to to time and place. And when I say Pokemon, I mean the original 151. I'd ever really cared about anything beyond that. Like, now I played... are you are you are you referring to Pokemon? Is that how you pronounce it? Absolutely. I say Pokemon. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. That's what it is to me. Like I never played like gold or silver. I played ruby. I kept playing all the way through. It was fun, but like I just never had any sort of a, attachment to it. You know, like. And then I never, and I, I picked up like a game or two here and throughout the series after that, but none of it really ever captured me like the original Pokemon. And again, part of that was probably just how it kind of came about within the culture. Like, you know, we're, we're about the same age. Like you, yeah. you had a similar. Listen, at experience. a certain point, they started getting real stretched for thin for ideas on, on new Pokemon to add. Yeah. Yeah. So it got real tainted. So anyway, I, all that to say is that I have a deep, deep love for the original 151 Pokemon and like every kid growing up. You know, we collected the cards. Never really knew how to play the game, but we collected the cards. So I played the um, game. I played in tournaments. Well, I mean, I, a lot of people that I knew, we, we didn't know how to like play it properly. It was just more about career. It, it, it is. I'm going to get to that. But uh, my friend, uh, unfortunately, I guess for my wallet, informed me that they are about to come out with a set of the original Pokemon. Now, not like reprints of the originals, but like all new like artwork designs, like setups. For all of the old Pokemon, and I mean all of them, like the original run, like the the base of set, Fossil and Jungle, the ones that we all like really know and love. Those sets didn't have all the 151 Pokemon, but this one is going to have all of them. And I'm like, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Like, I'm going to do it. So I'm getting back into Pokemon cards, specifically those. I don't care about any of the new ones, but I want to get all the all the old style Pokemon. And I'm really excited about it. There's just something kind of fun about the collectible card games, opening booster packs and whatnot. So that's going to be a uh, be another element of the trip down a uh, nostalgia lane for me. So um, yeah, can I tell I'm you one excited. of the the biggest regrets of my childhood? You got rid of your cards. I uh, I traded a holographic Lugia card for a Misty's Tears, which is not even that rare of a card, just because it has side boob on it. <laughs> I I. I I never expected that to be as big of a financial hit as it turns out to be in, in hindsight. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. I, um, I don't know where all my original cards went. I now have, yeah, I can't um, believe you didn't actually play it. It was a fun game to play. I mean, I think I tried to, it just really didn't capture my thing, but yeah, like I actually recently learned that rules and they've revamped the game a lot where there's a lot of like cool elements to it. Like, uh, like some, yeah, like, it used to be quite Pokemon. Simple. Yeah. They have like abilities that you can use that like, like direct, yeah deck drawing and, and things like that so i'm like man this is actually kind of cool so my friend who told me that this is coming out is, is going to get into it i got several friends from home like back up in northern kentucky that i've gotten into it as well so like i got i got i got a crew of people we're going to get cards we're going to play the game goal number one is to collect them all that's mission number one but after that i'll, I'll build a deck with the the original pokemon it's gonna be fun to play and i'm again i'm excited to dabble with it again I don't plan on getting too into it outside of the uh, this particular set coming out, but I'm excited. 
So if you're uh, if you're original Pokemon fan like me and you're just now finding this out and I got you into it, I apologize in advance. <laughs> so those are the things I have been into. Wildly different. Huh. All right. So uh, I, uh, <laughs> I also had, a, I guess, a smart person thing. Uh, so we, uh, I mentioned we were on vacation over the weekend. We took like a weekend trip up to Indy, which is hilarious because I don't check schedules. So I did not realize we were going to be up there while we had the <laughs> home game against Indy. <laughs> Just like on a lark, we went on Sunday uh, to the Indianapolis Museum of Art, uh, which is Newfields. It's like the compound it's on, and it was really, really cool. I I did not know much about it ahead of time. Uh, like it's for anyone who doesn't know, it's like a pretty big art museum. Uh, but then on top of that, it's in the middle of this like big botanical gardens type thing. They they've got like a uh, like a big greenhouse, and it's it's like an old it's an old rich person estate that. Like they've turned into like a gardens and added the museum to, but the, the, you can take tours of like the original old house, uh, which is pretty cool. And they've got like a big wildflower meadow on the back and like some hiking trails and a lake. Uh, and then uh, the museum is, is, is much nicer than, than I realized they had like, there is um, like an original Van Gogh there and a Picasso. Um, yeah. And a bunch of, so we enjoyed, uh, they had a pretty nice kids area that Chuck got to play in. She enjoyed that. So it was, just, it was a very fun day at the museum. I really enjoyed it. That sounds really cool. Like, I, I think um, my brother and sister-in-law would really like that. That's like the kind of, that's a lot of this kind of stuff we were looking at when we went to DC recently. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Me and Lori, I mean, are both very, very into art and also gardening. So it was like the perfect place for us on a Sunday. Yeah. Interesting. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do a weekend trip like that on my own. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was really nice. It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Like twenty dollars got you into the whole thing, like the, the greenhouse and the the houses and the art museum. So, I thought it was a pretty good deal. Very good. I'm gonna add that to my list of things to do. <laughs> I was not aware they had a Van Gogh in Indianapolis. I didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> it's apparently like a the the art museum. Is apparently one of the older art museums in the country. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed Indianapolis for that. Yeah. Good on them. Uh, all right, Ben. You want to get into, uh, I guess, technically it kicked off first. So we should start with the, the Houston racing game. All right, let's get into it. Uh, I beat the other one out by a half hour. So, uh, all right. So racing Houston, the... Uh, Second to last game of the group stage in the Challenge Cup for racing. Uh, 1-0 loss on the road at Houston. Man, Houston has had racing's number. Even when they play well, it seems like it's always a struggle. Yeah. It's Houston. Uh, But uh, I I don't know. We we talked a little before the show about it. I feel like neither of us are super mad about the result. they, They actually because of the way the other results broke down mm-hmm. uh, in the other games, they ended up qualifying for the knockout stage of the tournament, even, even with the loss. So yeah, like that's, that's like a silver lining. Also, I didn't think they played too terribly bad. I, I think uh, 
I, I thought they let Houston get the better of them in the first half, but I thought they responded very well in the second half and were kind of probably unlucky to not at least get a draw out of that with the chances they had in the second half. Uh, I thought Campbell made some incredibly good saves to keep Houston in that game. So I overall, I think they played decent. It was on the road. I think Houston has given them trouble in the past. I, I, I think it, it's not a result I'm super mad about. I, I don't think it was a big drop in quality of play f- for them. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you said a lot of it ultimately, like I'm, I'm not mad about it either. We were, we put ourselves in a very good position in the, in the challenge cup where it wasn't like absolutely crucial for them to win this game. It's nice to win every game you, you compete in, but uh, it was a, I mean, it was a well-fought match. They, uh, they won by one, just like one defensive laps. They nearly got uh, a few of their own. Um, you know, it's, it's a good learning match. And still at the end of the day, they, they ultimately got the qualification they needed. So it really, really didn't hurt them in, in any sort of capacity. So, yeah. um, and I never want the team to lose. to lose. Not a bad time. I never want the team to lose, but I mean, they, it was seven shots on target for racing to four for Houston. Um, so I feel like I, I am more okay with losses where they're they're They have more chances to the other team and they just didn't fall than like just yeah. getting, getting blown out or yeah. It's about as even as a match can be without it being a draw. Yeah. So, yeah. I think uh, XG was dead. Even it was a, it was a, it was a draw in expected goals is 0.81 to 0.81. Yeah. Uh, and we were, we were ooing and uh and over this, like right before we, we started, we got, we, we got a little trigger happy. We started talking about the match beforehand, but uh, Nadia and Adim shot towards whew. the end. Like, wow, that, that damn near leveled it. <laughs> I I, had really ma- close. I made a note to mention, I mean, like she's, <laughs> she's still not 90 minute fit. I'm sure. Cause she's only recently come back, but man, every time Nadim has checked into a game this season, that offense has looked great. <laughs> she, she has hit the ground running. She looks just like her old self in, in the, the limited minutes we've seen thus far. Yeah. It's, you know, like it's it's good that we they, at the end of the day this was getting her her more minutes and getting her more ready for the for the rest of the season ahead, but the Challenge Cup and the regular season. So, um, yeah, I mean that just further kind of adds to it. Like not 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 the not the worst thing to happen in the world if yeah. there's a time to to drop a win or anything. Uh, that's a pretty good time for it. I did want to note so, Ersic didn't play in this game. Uh was that just a a rotation? Thing, what I heard get, getting I some there rest. Some, there's some like muscle soreness or something okay. I heard. So it's very precautionary. So they, yeah. uh, they left her at home at it. So again, like that's the kind of move. That's the kind of change I would expect for the challenge cup. Yeah. Like there's no, no reason to push the envelope at all. So like that, that's exactly the kind of move I'd, I'd want them to make, to make, yeah, they, you know, would have been different if she's in there. Yeah, maybe, but again, like that result wasn't the most crucial. They, they were able to still qualify for the next round, even with the loss. So it's like, that's the perfect situation to rest some players. Uh, I will say this next game against Kansas city though. Uh, there, there is still some stuff to play for. Cause I believe uh, I'll have to double check. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure they can guarantee a home game in the in the next round uh with a win in that next game and i think it's not for sure like if they lose that game kansas city passes them 
and they move into that wild card spot. Yeah. So no, you, yeah, you got it. There you actually got it right. is like a home game on the line uh, in like an elimination game. So I, I do think this is probably a game where you do want to put your best foot forward, try to win yeah. this Kansas City game coming up. If they happen to, to drop that one, then maybe this Houston result becomes just a little bit more more impactful. But um, I mean, I, I like our chances, all things considered. So I mean, I I like how the how the team. Yeah, they're still in the driver's seat. Yeah. Yep. So, so that'd be good. Again, you know, Challenge Cup's not the priority, but I'm really happy that that they put themselves in a good position for it. I mean, we're guaranteed in one way or another. And well, um, and I did want to mention. So Eric is getting play. We got um. Lester and Pete Yamsa on the back line. And I thought, I mean, air six played most of the season. So I, I, I thought all things considered that that back line pairing actually looked pretty good. You mentioned just really just the one defensive lapse the whole game. Otherwise I think they, they bottled up Houston pretty well. So I, I think that was good. It's always good to get new defensive pairings, some minutes in games where it's maybe yes. not the most important game in the world to, a lot, a lot of value there getting some some game time now we kind of glossed over this and i feel like we have to touch on it it always feels kind of bad when a former player like ebony salmon is the one who's scoring i know we don't miss her like we used to now that we have uh, i guess a lot more attacking it talent, doesn't but, uh, hurt as much this year as it hurt last year at least so, at least racing bit, is know? like better than houston right now is uh trading away like a a great player and having her one having her barely play for you and then like <laughs> drop a hat trick for the team she gets traded to feels like maybe you're not judging talent super great on your team. Um, and, and then having that kind of propel Houston to like turn a, a second half of the season turnaround did not. Yeah. Oh, feel well. yeah that, that uh, was way better. I mean, it still doesn't feel great. But, I don't love it, but it's not the yeah, same. Th- this season, like honestly, as, as stacked as they are in the attack, it's hard to even, really know how she would fit in on on this team as it's currently constructed. So it feels way. Yeah. Last season when they couldn't buy a goal that it really hurt, but I think, I think this season it, some good results have, have healed that wound. I think for me. Yeah. Another season or two, then it probably won't, won't matter at all. But to me, it's still like, just like, can it just be anybody else? You know, (laughs) I I felt like we couldn't just totally ignore that fact. Like we had to bring it up. She strikes me as the type of player with the chip on her shoulder. And I think you can expect that we get it. We get maybe 10 to 20% extra effort in the racing game. Every time (laughs) we play her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree agree with that one. Uh, do you have anything else in the game you wanted to cover? Um, no, again, pretty straightforward. Again, like, like given the position they'd put themselves in, it wasn't to me the high stakes match in the world. Um, but you know, we, we've already said it. They've they've advanced. That's all that matters now. Now they got to just go ahead and secure home game, which they kind of are in the driver's seat for. So, yep. Let's make yeah, it. We happen. skimmed over it, but they play Kansas City this Saturday at eight. It's an away game. Final game of the the round robin round. I know you'll be out of town, but I think I'm going to try to go watch that at Mile Wide. If any, any uh, we're trying to make it. We're we're going to make Mile Wide a thing. I'm going to start watching the away games at Mile Wide. So I know the, yeah, the Legion is doing it for a while. It's a it's a cool spot. I would totally be there yeah. if I wasn't out of town. Yeah the uh, the official Vamos Morados watch party is at Mile Wide. I probably should have contacted the restaurant before I just put that out there. Anyway. I'll be there. They got a big, nice screen. They're, oh, they're never going to be mad time. if there's a big rush of people. <laughs> They'll be fine. Oh, darn it. Business. Yeah, shoot. 
<laughs> uh, let's get in some news. All right, let's dive into it. Things are going well for racing at the World Cup, but pretty well. I have not seen an update to the stat, but like as of three days ago when the account posted this, racing uh, had scored the most goals at the World Cup of any of any club uh, players and by a large margin they they had six goals at that point and well, barcelona was second with three <laughs> wong scored in her last match so that number is at least up to seven i'm not sure if i'm forgetting anybody else that has scored since then so but it's at least seven goals yes wait did that goal stay i, I thought, thought it did wait let me check the uh let me check the box score did it not yeah you, you make me second guess myself she scored a penalty kick. Oh yeah, yeah, they had a goal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she got. Uh, yeah. So that that number's up to seven now. I don't know. A couple teams had some pretty big wins. A lot of goals got scored in the last like two days. So mm-hmm. I'm sure those rankings are shooken up. But I mean, anyway, all, as of the end of the first week, they had a commanding lead on that, which was yeah, and they're st- and they're still going to be in like a fantastic position. Like well, I was going to mention. So unfortunately, China were eliminated. After that last game, even though I, I thought Wang Shuang had a very good tournament. She scored, I think that was her first World Cup, World Cup goal in the previous game. Like they went down, they went out fighting. That's kind of that last game against England, notwithstanding. <laughs> uh, but uh, she is the only racing player that has been eliminated thus far. Demello, Kanu, and Chidiak are all on to the elimination round. And then uh, Ari and Timby both have games which are basically win win and win in your end games for them so both of them are still very much alive are they at reasonable uh, times i would i would wouldn't mind watching they are not reasonable times i think okay, uh, yeah. i think they it's 3 a.m and 6 a.m i forget which one's which uh, yeah it's um so south africa's at three against italy and jamaica and brazil play at six which yeah. six could maybe six be more doable, doable. I, I was debating myself whether or not to like set my alarm and wake up for the 3 a.m. game last night. And then after I woke up and saw the score, I was glad I did not. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, 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 before I was going to bed, I said, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then like, as I was going to bed, I'm like, you know what? You're a very tired human, Ben. You need your sleep. And then, yeah, I saw it was that nail nail. I'm like, man, I would have, I would have hated life if I did that. So yeah, I'm going to throw that out there. The most disappointing result of the tournament for Team USA, and also the only of the three games they didn't start Demello. Just gonna correlation is causation. Uh, <laughs> Skyline Chili Messi picked up another yellow card, so Demello has to start the next game. A, I, I love that nickname, and B, oh yeah, let's get Demello back out there. Uh, although I'm pretty disappointed because I, I'm not gonna armchair quarterback. The national team but the mid the midfield is not gelling real well and not looking great i kind of want to i kind of want to see a uh rose lavelle demello Lindsay haran as the midfield three i think that could be a pretty interesting i think that could be a pretty wild uh pairing yeah there but we have not seen that yet yeah, you have to have to wait till later for for that one. But I want to see all gas, no breaks midfield for Team USA. Yeah, I'm I'm fine if you armchair core. I don't like Valika very much. I don't like uh, Berhalter. He's I just definitely like not tactically coaches. had a very good tournament. Was that 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 used? To, I thought I read somewhere that used to be like his bread and butter too. Like like being like real like deep tactical nerd. 
Yeah. Well, Seems not be panning out. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't I don't I don't know that it's so much like the like the team lacking it either way. I just think like the women's game overall has just gotten a lot better and it's closing the gap with the US. I think that we just have to we just used to have such like a commanding lead over these other national teams and then just the growth of the women's game in general is propelling all these other national teams up. That's uh, my uh I think theory. a little bit in general, but like they just like could not handle some pretty simple tactical things that Netherlands were doing in that first game in a way that yeah. maybe oh, yeah, I feel yeah, like is more of a mistake though. than a growth of the game. And and no offense to them, but like Portugal, that should not even have been close. The game has grown, but it's not grown that much. <laughs> yeah, the XG was like four and a half to like point three. Oh yeah. In favor of the US and it ended nil nil. So like that I would have been a very angry human like sitting there at four o'clock like like trying to keep my eyes open, like <laughs> watching this team that should be dominating, struggling. Yeah. Oh. So uh, they're not out. They've made it to the next round. They got to play. Well, I mean, there's still games left to be played, but almost for sure they're playing Sweden in the next round, which so uh, they're going to get put to the tests real quick. <laughs> they got less than a week to get it figured out. Survive in advance. Survive in advance. So yeah, Wong Shuang come back home to Louisville, but as of right now, everyone else is still alive, which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Good World Cup so far for racing. You love to see it. Team of the World Cup. All right, Ben. Uh, let's cut to the commercials. Let's pay some bills, and then uh, we'll get into a very fun Louisville City game. Yes. Catch you on the other side. Welcome back. I am Zach. Still here with Ben. Ben, let's get into the the fun game from the weekend, which was finally the Lowell City game. A change of pace. I mean, it looked like a whole different team out there. You want to tell us what happened? It was a it was a convincing two 0 win. Um, the stats looked really wonky on it. I'm actually not even completely sure if the possession numbers are right. It said we had. 32% possession to their 68, but it did not feel like it watching, even if that was the actual reality. Okay. See, uh, this is, this is my pet peeve with possession as a time of possession as a metric, which is, I, I want to say a solid 80% of the possession they had was their center backs. <laughs> like they spent a long time passing yeah. it back and forth between the center backs where nothing dangerous was happening. Indy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I, what I like to do is I like to look at the um, the accurate passes and how much we're in their ha- half versus the opposition half. That's usually like the first thing I look to and helps tell it. Another cool thing that I think that they should start doing worldwide is during the men's World Cup, they broke possession down into three elements. There was uh, there was you know team A, team B, and then there was kind of like a like a, a like a dead ball sort of like neutral period. I forget exactly how they defined it, but I really loved that concept. It painted a more accurate picture. Yeah. But anyway. I- I'm a big fan of possession in the or touches in the final third. I think is, yeah. but yeah, that, that's how you can have a lopsided game like that. It was like, yeah, they they passed it around between the center backs and then, but it it never really felt like we were without the ball. Like it still felt yeah, very because much they like were a little city team. It was pressured passes between the center, yeah. like the the press was working really well too. So oh, it was yeah. like, uh, 
when racing got the ball, or sorry, when Louisville City got the ball, they were usually already in the final third. So they was like a couple passes and a shot, which yeah. that will keep your possession percentage down too. No. Um, <laughs> the the interesting thing about this this match is how the team came out. First off, new signee Kyle Adams got the start. We played in a back three. You got the ball. Yeah, I can. It was a it was a three five two. I think Mob has it a five three two, but it's like the same thing. You just yeah. push the the wing backs up. Can, and, wait, can um, we can we pause? Can, yep. we, can we like like raise our hands that they started a game with three in the back and it was not a disaster. It finally it happened. But they've been they've there's always been stressful elements to those games. <laughs> I won't call them disasters, but they've certainly it's the first been, like, time it looked good. Weird. I mean, it looked it looked phenomenal. Yeah. Like this is the team of old. Like this was the exciting team. They were basically in the driver's seat from start to finish. They looked very dangerous. Like it's what I get for was, making fun of a trade. As it turns out, yeah. he was the he was the piece they needed for to play three in the back. <laughs> and here's the interesting: I didn't say, I didn't say anything before the match. I didn't want to like, jinx anything or just anything weird. But when I went to the uh, to the open media availability before that on Friday, and Coach Cruz was like, like seemed really like unusually like positive yeah like really chipper like did san diego like play a three back gonna happen that's a good question i don't know oh i don't know responsible but, podcast host would look that up <laughs> i don't care what san diego does i mean anyway he looks very comfortable when he's played there yeah, yeah. but it, it's almost like he knew like this is the missing piece that i needed like we're gonna like we're gonna like beat the brakes off of indy and that's like out panned out so i i thought that was that was really poetic and i love that um I mean, yeah, just a complete performance. Oscar Jimenez, he's, I mean, over the past, like, two, maybe even three years, you can say, like, he's been more of a, like, a secondary sort of player. He hasn't been the player we remember from the slugger days. But, man, he came out balling in this one. Got two assists, one to his roommate and one of his best friends, uh, Cameron Lancaster. It's really, really awesome, beautiful moment. Like, things you love to see. Yeah, I mean, so one nice thing about the tactical change is it, it takes a lot of defensive responsibilities off of Oscar's shoulders and really frees him up to be the just the creator and assist man, which is like, I think always been the best part of his game. And I think especially, yeah. you know, now that he's in his 30s, being able to have someone have his back on defense well, on that side he was classically trained like as a midfielder like before yeah. like Louisville city that's what he did and then he kind of played like wingback some i guess in the early days of Louisville city so this is kind of more restoring him to what he's more so accustomed to him playing kind of back is like more of like a Lauren malay sort of situation like playing there out of well at the time as necessity but he just kind also, of turned also an up. update san diego does play through in the back so they do that, okay that is why he he, he he's a little slot right in there yeah i mean i mean he's he's the kind of guy like He's been in he's been in the league for a bit, like a known entity. Like I didn't think it was going to take him too long to slide out. Uh, so it was interesting to see that that he started. He, and he looked he looked fine. He looked fantastic. Well, I mean, my wife Lori no, no was very adamant that I think he, his hair care routine needs a little. He needs to take better care of those curls. She said that's one one knock on him from from Lori. Hey, uh, I mean it's it's humid as heck. He's he's just now getting <laughs> to this very humid area. Like. We got to cut him a little break. He'll, he'll get it down. It's not Settle like in. what other glorious hair on the team is there to, for him to get tips and whatnot from. He, so he's got to like learn to figure this out on his own. So uh, you know, I, I cut him some slack, but I what mean, product goes the wrong way. It, it, I mean, it was a super like, complete performance and um, 
I mean, not only we're talking about the, like, the offensive highlights, like how great it was. Elijah scored. Love seeing that. But like defensively, I mean, they just completely shut Indy out of the game. Like they didn't even like really allow them much an opportunity to shoot. I think by the end of the match, they had, it was five at the end of the match. I remember looking and seeing that number, but now five mops has seven. Either way, low number of shots. And the only really good opportunity they had was, was a little bit later. They yeah, kind I mean, of, they... Uh, it must have like a breakaway opportunity. And Tyler Gibson kind of closed the gap to isolate his shooting angle real quick. And Oliver Semler did a really good job putting him. Yeah, a little, little bit of a breakdown right there that they recovered quickly from. Yeah. But they, I mean, they, they were able to, they were still in a position to yeah. kind of relatively shut it down and, and isolate it. And that, but that was their best chance. Other than, I mean, Indy barely got it past midfield. Yeah, so it was, it was an exciting, fun match. And the coolest thing about it is like, look, you know, they're on a three game skid. You're coming into a match playing a rival. It's the fill of the fan match where there's like going to be the most fans there of, of the season. And they really took advantage of that opportunity. And like, it was going to be a real big make or break point for the team. Like they could seize that moment and, and propel their season forward with the renewed confidence, which they did, or it could have been the other way. You know, they could have failed in front of all those fans in front of that situation. It's like, man, if you're at a, like a, you know, a three, four, like four game losing streak, even if they like drew, like, where do you go from there? That just really a damper on things, but things like panned out really well. You got your new guy acclimated. It was just, it, it's it was it's hard to think of of how that night could have gone better aside from you know, scoring more goals. Like it was just a a full on complete performance, and it looked like the team we've known. Yeah, and they uh, you know they they just they needed that. You could see the joy on their faces afterwards. Yeah, I mean, uh, you mentioned it, but like I thought a really complete game from Winder. Uh, yeah. I, I thought specifically like Winder, Lancaster, Omi, and Oscar we're doing really well, like being creative in that final third, uh, getting some chances. I think Winder's goal could have probably been a little prettier, but it went in. So that's all that matters. They all, they all count the same. He shin guarded it in. It's the Zach Allen Kelly special. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. But yeah, I love what Elijah brings to the table. I think his, he brings a, a unique spark. So I'm hoping to see him get uh, more and more playing time. And after scoring, you know, like it's one of those things here. He's, he's pleading his case that to keep on playing. Um, another silver lining I almost forgot about to the match is that um, Wilson Harris got back on the pat on, on the pitch. It was for a limited period of time, but it's good to see him getting back out there, some competitive minutes back under his belt, and and get him back going and and provide you another attacking option. So happy to see him um, um, getting back into the mix. You know what I like well, to see? Oh, so I'm looking at the, the at the lineups on Fought Mob. Every single racing or blah, every single Louisville City player. Uh, their player rating is in green and every single Indianapolis player, their player rating is in orange. The highest one is that's 6. a complete 5, game, which is pretty bad. Yes. That's the highest. I believe if you check into a game and then turn around and check out of a game, you have a 6.5. <laughs> yeah. So it was a, it was a very bad day in the, in the office for our opposition, but uh, it worked out for us. Now all of a sudden we find ourselves in fourth place. Um, Memphis is behind us, um, with 30 points. We have 32. They do have a game in hand, mm. but, uh, we went six before. Like that's like, there's a, there's a lot of morale boosting things. I think that happened part of, and part of it is that we've now kind of re-answered ourselves into the conversation of, uh, first round home match for, for the playoffs. Like it's, seems like a very feasible thing again. Now the gap between us and the rowdies is a bit, a bit steeper. They're 38 points. So, uh, 
going to need to make some results happen. We, we still have twice two games now. left against the Rowdies, which is like good there. Like we, we have the team has two opportunities to make up points there. Um, yeah, those are big point swings. Still have a game left against Charleston. So chance to swing some points there. I think that one's coming up too. I think that's and that is the ninth, August 9th. So yeah, not this so. next game, but the game after next against Charleston. Um, no games left against Memphis, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, but, that ship sailed. And no games left against Pittsburgh. So, but Tampa Bay and Charleston, they have a chance to. They do not have to rely on other teams to beat those teams. They can they can make up some points on their own there. Yeah, and we have a game in hand on Charleston, who um, who's that only at thirty nine points, so they're pretty close to Tampa. So, I mean. I mean, if things keep going positively, like if this is like a the start of something something beautiful, like a rebound, uh, if you will, going a pretty different run, which is a wait till we see tune. it two weeks in a row. But yeah. <laughs> the numbers looked good, which is the important thing. It was like two and a half xg to 0.5. It, it, they 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 created a lot of chances, which is what I've been harping on all season. So yeah. And you got to think there were other moments too where we were pretty close to scoring. I think oh, somebody yeah. had a, had a, shot, a three had like a one-hand easily. save, and then uh, Cameron's a free kick early on where it hit like the top corner of the post. Oh, I wanted that to go in so badly. That would have been an absolute banger, inches away. But um, I mean, that night ended up being exactly what we needed for the team because if it didn't turn out that way, like we would have, we, we would have been in kind of rough shape at least mentally, you know, like still in a playoff position, but like, man, we're not a lot of, not a lot of hope and confidence, but we got that back. I feel like, at least I do, you know, it was a vintage was feeling, game. yeah, a vintage game. That's a good way of putting it. I like that vintage game, vintage game with way less possession, but yeah, that was not odd. the stat that matters. Honestly, if, if that, if that ended up being Louisville city's lowest possession ever, like I, I'd believe you, like, I can't think of a time where it's remotely that close in the, my past few years of like, really like, scrutinizing and following each match i don't remember anything like that san antonio just won a championship with like the lowest possession in the league so oh yeah not, there's not, no correlation a, not, there. not the most important thing to have the possession but it's but it's unusual for for how how our team has has played historically it was is kind of the oddity there. but yeah, we were that's... just saying that like i think tactically something's gonna have to change i think they're not gonna be able to just play like the vintage little city style forever you have to you have to adapt yeah. It'll be yep, continuously evolving, and and maybe maybe this is the new iteration of it. Maybe the new the new meta, if you will, is a is a back three with this like super aggressive press. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But um, I'm a, I'm a happy camper. It was a, it was a fun night at Phil the Fam. I think it was, what was the number like thirteen thousand two hundred twenty six something something like yep. that in that ballpark. So and, uh, that was like the highest all time. We got another Phil the Fam coming up that I yep. I really I really want to. S- to fill the fam for the uh what is it the racing's game I, let me make sure i get the date right it's, early, it's earlish august it's the angel city game the 19th august yeah, the 19th. 15th. Oh, wait 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 so it's not even early august i lied yeah mid-august uh, august 19th but go ahead and get your tickets now i want to see ten thousand at that game that would be that would be fantastic World Cup's going I mean, on we're getting eyes on the game the like those ladies deserve ten thousand people at that game so yeah Call your friends, like anyone who has not, anyone who has been to a Louisville City game that has not been to a racing game needs to go. And also they need to know that I'm personally disappointed in them. Even if there's just a little bit of curiosity, make this your one match to go check it out. Just go I want all 13,000 people that were at that 
little city game to go to that racing game. And I don't think that's an unreasonable request. Yep. So we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping for, for a good, a good attendance number for them. They, they deserve more eyeballs than, than what they've been getting. I know, I know the start of the club has been, been somewhat rough, but they're, they're in a good spot now. Yep. They're fun now. Yeah. Yeah, they are. It'll be a fun good game. Group. Did we have any little city news? I don't, I don't recall hearing anything from the past week. No, no. I mean, uh, the most recent thing that that's come up was, uh, Kyle Adams saying, um, Oscar made the team of the week um, after his performance. Oh, I did want to mention that. Oh, we didn't do player of the match, Oscar, right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. And also team of the week for him. Uh, I would say Winder is a close second there for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about him. Like he just, I feel like he's had a steady like development path and just think of where, where he's going to be at in the next like year or two. Yeah. He'll be a regular starter. So I'm look I'm looking forward to that. There's I think Honestly, there's really gonna be something special about him. He should be a regular starter right now with the way things have gone this season. I mean, he, he might be. I mean, this might yeah. be the start of it. You know, he scored the goal and if he can continue to put in good performances, like he's gotta make it tough on Danny making that uh those uh, those roster decisions. Yep. All right, Benton. I think we should let these people get back to their lives. Yep, move on to the next podcast in your queue. Hoping that next time that we uh we enter your feed, we're talking about some more wins on both sides both racing a little city fingers crossed anyway thank you guys so much for tuning in i'm benton i'm zach we will catch you guys next week vamos marauders bye y'all When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.